You're listening to Access and Expand, conversations that offer you access to information that expands your mind. I'm your host, Tiffany Curran. How about... (laughs) Are we bothering you with your coffee? No. How about this place? It's cool. Did you just see the animals outside? Mm Mm-hmm. I think that one was a coyote with a... I'll have to ask Shannon when she comes on. Um... I have to tell you, when I came here with Danny McDonald, I was just excited for the pictures and to meet the wolf dogs, and I left, and I was crying. I got you a shirt. Yeah. I got Dave a shirt. Wait. I got Dave a sweatshirt. Oh, right. <laughs> Good morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, we drove back, and um, how are you feeling about the opportunity to be around wolf dogs? It's cool. You've, you've been to wolf preserves, mm-hmm. but you've never been able to be um, in, like, been able to touch them, right? Yeah, no. So this place does tours. It's called Howling Woods Farm. We're in Jackson. Did you know we're in Jackson? Yeah. We stopped for a coffee. So the cool thing about it is you can pay, I think it's like $20. It's a donation, basically, but $20, I could say give more, right? And you can be on a tour and see what they do. And then you can go into this pen and be around the wolf dogs. Yep. Would you want to be around them? Sure. Because we're going to make a little video for Instagram TV that we'll put up with this video today, with this audio today. And we'll show you out there. You're going to want to take one home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How many dogs do we have? Uh, Three. Do you remember what you said you wanted to rescue if you could rescue any animal, like a wild animal? panther (laughs) yeah Yeah. i want a wolf dog so anyway we are here oh i just changed i moved and my vocals got really loud i'm gonna just move my mic so i could see you a little better we are here with shannon hello shannon hello how are you great thank you all right so come yeah just (laughs) shannon's like a little uh you're more you're more comfortable outside with the animals i am yes Good. Well, you're okay. So we just need you to talk loud. Does that okay. sound? Okay. Yeah, All that right. sounds great. Is that better? Yeah, that's okay. awesome. So I met you when I did my photo shoot here. You did. Yes. And I had no idea what to expect, and I felt really comfortable with the idea of being around the wolves, but also like wolves, right? Wolf dogs. Right. So these are wolf dogs. These are wolf dogs. Because yes. in order to be around humans, they can't be 100% wolf. Correct. Okay. Yes. So. How did, how long have you been here for? I've been here for over three years. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. And you're here full time? I'm here pretty much full time. Yeah. So tell me about how you got here. How did you get started? So I started volunteering because I came here on a tour with my daughter and some of her friends. And I just loved it. And so I filled out a volunteer application because I, I found out that it was primarily volunteer-based organization. Mm. And once I started volunteering, I really start. I fell in love with one particular animal, and I came here pretty much every day after that. Really? I do not live very far from here, and every time I would come off of work, I would get changed, and I would come right here. And I would take him... For walks and car rides and we would go to car rides? yes we would go to a lake nearby uh, he was one of the ambassadors 
His name was Dakota, and oh. unfortunately, this past summer he passed away. Oh, yes, heartbreaking. It is. Yeah. It is heartbreaking. I didn't but know you he, could take them from the car. Yes, we actually take every single animal that we have here for walks, and some of them we do take in the car to for different things. There's a store nearby where we get dog food or or toys or supplies for the the store for the farm and we we take certain animals to socialize them wow some of them love the car some of them are a little afraid to get in but once they're in there they enjoy the wind in their face and they enjoy getting out yeah yes i just saw a dog that i thought was samson but really like like zippy and young um anita was just walking him Anita, yes yep who is it anetta yeah, okay, yes. Annetta. And who was the, do you know who the wolf dog was? I could show you a picture because I was, like, taking a picture. Because I think it's interesting, she said that um, the wolf dog that we saw, this one. Oh, that's Kira. She's actually one of our adoptables. She's You're up kidding. for adoption. And when I say adoption, I mean take them home adoption. Some people think that when we say adoption, they just pay monthly and send a donation to them to help take care of them but she's actually up for adoption where you can take her home and what is she she's part we don't have a dna on her we just know that she does have some wolf in her and that's why she's here and she can't go to a regular shelter Uh, we actually will take in some animals that probably don't have any wolf in them they may just look like they have wolf in them if you tell a shelter that your dog has wolf in them and it looks like a poodle they're not going to take it just because you said that and that's unfortunate there's a lot of people out there who have huskies or malamutes and they think oh i think my dog has wolf in them and i don't know why they would say that because you're really putting your dog at risk yeah by saying that if you don't know for sure yeah you have coyotes here too right we have koi dogs and when i say koi dogs they're they're like eastern coyotes eastern coyotes have the dna of wolf dog and coyote in them and so they're not going to look like your typical western coyote they're a little bit bigger they may have more of the behavior of a wolf or a dog we have two rescues here uh, you can consider them eastern coyotes or uh, wolf or koi dog uh, they do have dog in them they one was found roaming around an area nearby us and I believe they tried to relocate him because he was in he was around houses and he was coming up to people and he ended up coming back to the same areas so he ended up at a different wildlife rescue and then we took him in Mm. and that's Maverick so who's the one with like the eye that's Maverick so Maverick he he has both of his eyes it looks like he only has one eye the other eye is sunken in yeah and it um he has a lot of discharge coming from it we clean it out every single day he's very sweet maverick just wants to sit in your lap and get affection from you he um we don't know if he can see out of that eye but it is there. It's it's back in. We don't know if that was a birth defect or if it was an injury from when he was young. But he's been here for about three years, actually. And is he adoptable? He is not because he has coyote in him. So you coyote, can't adopt coyote? No, you cannot. And the public 
nobody is allowed to enter their pens except for the staff because it's not legal to own a, a koi dog in New Jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think this is so interesting because there are so many dog rescues, but if the dog has part wolf, you're the ones that are getting these dogs for the most part. Right? Not just us. We do network with other rescues. Yeah. We do get calls almost every single day. There was last week on a Friday, I spoke to three separate people and from different states. One was from New Jersey, but yeah. the other were from two different states. And um, the problem is people will get these dogs and not have any idea what they're dealing with. They think that if they get them as little puppies, they're going to act like regular dogs, and that's not the case, because if they do have wolf in them, you just don't really know what you're gonna get until they start to mature. Mm-hmm. And when they're little puppies, they look like regular dogs. Yeah. And that, we actually have one of our, our ambassadors, Raven. Yeah, I love Raven. Raven. Yeah, Raven's sweet, he yeah. just turned two. Oh. And his story is somebody, the story that we that God. we were told yeah. was that he was found on the side of a road possibly tied up I'm not sure and he was taken in taken into a home and they thought he was just a black shepherd mix and they had young children and he did great in the home and he was very comfortable there but this was in Long Island hmm. and because Long Island is New York Wolf dogs are illegal in New York, and when they took Raven to the vet, I guess as Raven started to mature, the vet had suspicion that he had wolf dog in him, so they did a DNA test, and he came back 40%. Wow. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting because when I met Raven, um, he's rolling in something, so he's a little smelly. (laughs) But I took pictures. They love to do that. Yes. <laughs> no, so do the dogs, right? So do my dogs. But I took a selfie with them, and someone was like, "Oh, that looks dog looks really wolfy." And it's funny because I don't even know what a wolf looks like. Right. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm surprised that the vet is that like a law? It's a law in New York. It's illegal to own a wolf dog. So the vet alerted them because if and then they had to give up their dog, they had to surrender. Him and we took him in, and they were very sad. Yeah, you know, it's very sad. It was a little emotional when they came here with their kids, and they were all hugging him. They really loved him, but yeah. it was it was best for him. It was best that he came to us instead of them trying to hide the fact. Oh yeah, because you know what he looks like now. Yeah, but if you see his puppy pictures, he doesn't look like that. As they start to mature, their characteristics start to come out. Not only their physical characteristics, but their behavioral characteristics. Yeah, and you, so you have dogs for adoption, and I was looking at it. Um, my husband would, would, would like take me out if I had another dog. <laughs> um, so, and actually, we're coming on a tour in like three, two weeks. Oh, wonderful. December fourteenth. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, what's interesting is there are parameters under which the dog needs like to be in a house. You yes. have to have another dog. You have to have a pen. And I asked you about the pen and I think it's this is really interesting because well I'll, I want you to tell why. Why do you have to have a pen? Do you okay. remember what you told me? No, I don't remember oh, what you I said told like you. <laughs> they they when they're left alone in the house, they get like lonely and they just start eating pillows and stuff. Right. So they have most of them will have severe separation anxiety mm-hmm. even if there's another dog. I think that's so sweet. Yes. They're so attached. It's sweet, but it's (laughs) not great for your home. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. And even with a crate, it's not going to work. 
Well, not every dog, especially a wolf dog, will be okay in a crate. Mm-hmm. We don't really want to put them in there because that's just not what they're meant for. If they, Especially the more wolf that they have. There are some dogs. We actually have one up for adoption right now that was crate trained, and he does well in a crate. We okay. Actually, we have two. One is our newest ambassador, and she was crate trained. She actually loves the crate, and she's really tiny. She looks like a little... Um, miniature wolf dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. very sweet. She was originally up for adoption, but she got along with the other dogs so well in Samson's pen. You remember Samson's pen? That's yeah. where Raven is. Oh, yeah. And they love her and she loves them. And so you're keeping her. She's she's staying. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. the other one, once he gets a little bit bigger, it's just, it's not fair to them because that's not their personality. It's much better and safer for them to be in a pen because even if you have a backyard and they're running around your backyard, has a high fence if you don't have dig guards around the entire property dig guards is like fencing that you put underneath on the ground that comes in two to three feet not down into the ground but comes oh so if they try to the dig pro- down they're so digging the, into the exactly fence. yes oh wow uh, some dogs need lean-ins and that's uh fencing that's on the top of your fence that leans in because a lot of the animals especially if they have wolf in them are great jumpers yeah we have some animals here that need a full enclosure because they can climb and jump and get out yeah well that makes sense mm-hmm. they're yes. animals right? <laughs> I mean, right and uh, yes yeah. if they have especially huskies if they're mixed with husky which most i don't think i've met any wolf dogs that didn't have a husky or malamute in them yeah. most dogs wolf dogs will have siberian husky or malamute mix in them or a german shepherd yeah uh, a lot of them have a combination of those animals of german shepherd a certain percentage a certain percentage of alaskan malamute and a certain percentage of siberian husky the siberian husky and malamute is mostly because like they look alike and they yeah. have a lot of the same characteristics but what's what i found interesting is first when i met raven and samson and um the white dog katori katori yeah, I was like, they were, we walked Samson out and the other two were out loose in the big back area. And, uh, they're like, yeah, we'll find him. And I'm thinking they're going to come over and be like, (laughs) right. And like, just sniff me and jump on me. They didn't want anything to do with me. No, that was our, our three acre rec pen. Mm -hmm. And all of our animals get time in there. Mm. And that was their time. And they were really enjoying it. (laughs) But it's interesting because mm -hmm. people think. So, and I really want to talk to you about this. This is probably one of the biggest takeaways for me is that wolves are not looking for like to eat people. They don't even want to be around people for, well, maybe they want to be around you guys, but they're not like super interested. The wolf dog, the dog part is the part that's more interested in the people, right? That's correct. Yes. So the wolf part, the wolf part does not want to be around people. Yeah. We're scary to them. Yeah. They're like big scaredy cats. Their personality is very cat-like. They're very independent. They just want to do their thing, and they don't want to bother us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so why do you think they've gotten such a bad reputation? Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Storybooks. Yeah. Right? Think about Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. And everybody loves the wolf, right? The beautiful wolf howling in front of the full moon. Everybody loves that. Everybody has their tattoos. But a lot of people don't really understand the wolf. And a lot of people are fearful of the wolf, primarily because of, you know, just misinformation. Yeah, and you have, so, um, you have two, is it two dogs that are, like, pretty wolfy? 
We right? do have two that are just higher. Two? Yes. Yeah. That are high content. Yeah. And they don't want to be around people. Like I, I met them. Oh, they do. Well, <laughs> not, I wanted to cuddle. They like, yes, come over and sniff not, and let you pet them. They're not cuddlers. No. Right. right. They're not cuddlers, especially with strangers. Uh, they are very affectionate with us, but yeah. they see us every day. That's the reason to volunteer. Yes, to get in close with them. Great idea, right? Yes. <laughs> because I remember sitting idea. on the ground mm-hmm. and just waiting, and then I felt them sniffing me, and I was like, "Oh!" And I was trying to move slowly so they wouldn't run I away. Remember that, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I want people to really understand that wolf dogs are very gentle, and the playful, the more playful dog, the more playful wolf dogs. Is it that they generally have more dog, or is it just a personality, or yeah, I mean, who knows, they, right? It just depends on the personality, but um, yeah, I think that the more wolf that they would have in them, they're not going to be playful like a regular dog would be. Yeah. If you're playing tug of war, or if you're playing catch, or fetch, I should say, you're playing fetch with, I guess, yourself, or just them, or they're playing with themselves, because you throw it once and it's gone. Yeah. They're not bringing it back to you. You really don't want to get on the ground and rustle too much with them if they're, you know, a high content, but it, it depends if it's your dog and... You know, you have a great relationship. It's really hard to tell. One thing that uh, I recently read was that you never say never with wolves. They're always learning more and more about wolves, wolf dogs. Yeah. And there's, you know, it's it's a constant. We don't know everything. Yeah. And, that, and I would say that with your wolf dogs. So if you had a wolf dog as a pet, you know, I'm not going to say that you can never have a little dog or a cat or whatever because I see pictures all the time yeah. where somebody has a wolf dog with a little cat or a little dog. I myself have a wolf dog and I have a little dog yeah. <laughs> and a husky and they all get along fine. And kids. And I have kids. I have a yeah. lot of kids. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. House <laughs> right. full. House full. Yeah. And, you know, she's great. Yeah. She's very affectionate. She's very playful. She's, you know, she's a lower content yeah. And so she does have a decent amount of dog in her. Yeah. But she does have a lot of characteristics like a regular wolf where yeah. she's very fearful strangers and anything new is scary. Mike said to me on the phone, um, people, if you have someone breaking into the house and you have a wolf dog, likely when the, the people break in and you run, that wolf dogs are running with you. That is correct. They're yeah. looking for you to protect them. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing right and people take them on um like they do like pit bulls and like the dogs that have the person the, the not the personality the reputation of being like bad guys mm-hmm. and then when they feel, realize that that's not what they're getting they're not getting big bad guy like the big bad wolf is a myth mm-hmm. Correct. right yes um then they're like oh this isn't what i expected because i want to like be uh posturing with a big like growly animal and that's not what they are Correct. I do have a lot of people ask me on tours if they would be protective. I would like to think that my wolf dog would protect me, but more than likely she would be hiding and peeing on herself. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, same with dogs, right? Like, I mean, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I remember (laughs) uh, I read on the website that a healthy, cared for wolf, there's no, um, no, uh, what is it? No recorded attacks of a healthy wolf attacking a human. Correct. Right? And that was when I started to read about them, because I knew I was coming here the first time. 
I was like, oh, wow. And, and so many people were putting this fear into me, like, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if, and I mean, I feel like it's that way with anything in life. People, animals, flights, cars, right? Um, and when I came here and I got to be around them with you, and it was Colleen, too, uh, it was so relaxing. They love you, and they're very, like, just mild-mannered, sweet animals. Um, and so that's why I think it's important for people to know about this place. Howling Woods Farm, you can go in, go on a tour, yes. and be with these animals. Yes. So cool. Right. right. It's a one-hour tour. It's a lot of talking. We try and get as much information as we can out there. If we talked about everything that you know we wanted to tell you, you would be here for hours. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we, we touch on a little bit of everything. And as you go through the pens, there's three separate pens. You learn about each of the animals that we have. We talk about the wolves in the wild and wolves in captivity and you know what they're up against. Yeah. And you get to interact with them. You get to take pictures with them. We do our best to get them on these platforms yeah. so that they'll take pictures with you. Yeah. But we never guarantee that because, yeah. again, they're very intelligent animals. They're independent. It's like telling your cat to come over and take a picture with yeah. a stranger. I love <laughs> the that only you... reason that they do that is because we have treats. Yeah. And they know that if they sit on the platform, they'll get a treat. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's so cool. Yes. So... Um, Mike, I don't know how to say his last name. Hodanish. Hodanish. This is his farm. This is. And how did he get started on, like, because I, I can imagine anyone would want to do this that loved animals, but to actually do it is a big step. This well, is a lot of property. It's interesting because Mr. Hodanish did not set out to create Hollingwood's farm. He actually, in 1982, had a or took in a stray dog who turned out to be a wolf dog oh wow and then he started rescuing more wolf dogs because he started to learn more and more about them and realized what they were up against and then so he used to live in Bordentown and yeah. he had a few dogs and I think I think the howling was getting a little too much for the <laughs> neighbors so he looked for some property he found a decent amount of property here in Jackson it's just over 10 acres Wow. And he bought this property because we back up to Collier's Mills. Nobody's building on that property. Nobody's building really anything around us other than what's already here. And he just started rescuing animals. And people driving by would actually stop and start talking to him about them. And then they, more and more people came by. And then they started asking if they could help him take mm. care of them. And that's pretty much how Hollingwood's farm started because it it just took a life of its own yeah and when he started to do tours that was because it was a way of helping to fund yeah the you know Hollingwood's farm to feed them and for their vet care and it really it just you know it's so amazing it just yeah took a life of its own yeah and um when I met Samson you told me he had arthritis and he has acupuncture. Is right. That it? So Am Samson, I right? yes. Because that's so cute. Older, he gets acupuncture. Right. He's older. He has some difficulties getting up and getting around because, you know, he's a very large dog. And How much does he weigh? He's, 
he's actually only about 110. He's just furry. He looks like he's 150 <laughs> or more. Yeah. Yeah. He looks ginormous, right? Yeah. Everybody, every time somebody sees Samson coming out of the doghouse and walking towards them, all you hear is, wow. Yeah, he's majestic. <laughs> he is majestic. He is. And he is such a big teddy bear. Yeah. But he does. He gets acupuncture. Yeah. And cold laser therapy to help him. And Dakota actually had the same. Oh, really? He did. But yes. that's, what the, that's what I think is people need to know. It's not like you're just, they're not, they're just hanging out. These dogs are being cared for. Yes. We I care mean, for them like they're our own. You know, yeah. we go to the vet. The vet We have a vet that comes out here every single week yeah. to do those things, you know, to for the acupuncture or if somebody needs a rabies shot or a microchip or whatever it may be. And I've seen... Um, in your store you have the pictures but I also saw them if you google basically like wolves with stars like famous people or whatever um, your wolves were in GQ in an ad which is in your store as well and one of the uh, I think I forget what her name is from Star Wars she was with Daisy Ridley Daisy Ridley she was, was with, Ray yes. yes Ray she was with Samson and Katori yes yeah. she did a photo shoot it was I believe it was last November's Vogue issue. So you bring the dogs into the city to the shoot, or not so much. We usually have sometimes, yeah, but not so much anymore. New York is very difficult with, yeah, right, stress with their laws and oh. and permits and everything. It's oh. it's a lot easier for people to come here. Mm. And but yes, they have been to the city. Some That's of so them, so cool. And some of our animals, like Naiche, right? Yeah. You you love. You Love. did the photo shoot with Naiche, yes. right? Naiche and Chate. Yes. He's in, I believe it might be the one in GQ. Yeah. Yes. And he's photoshopped twice on either side of the oh, model. Oh, so it's what? Oh. And it's a photoshop, yes. That's so <laughs> interesting. he is a high content. He would not be with tolerate um, leaving the farm and going someplace for that or even cameras. and He would just be really scared. Yeah. You know, um, when my photographer, we did video, I took video with my phone that's why I want to take video today just to show that um she had done one picture that she liked that I was looking like to the side and she photoshopped one of the wolf dogs in and he was Naiche and um photoshopped the background and I said I'm not sharing that because I don't want people to it's cool that they did that for GQ that's different but like oh, we had that so was much... him I think somebody was throwing something to him because it looked like oh he, yeah yes yeah it looked like he was Maybe showing his teeth or something, but in he was the GQ ad. actually right. going Catching. to catch a treat. Yes. Yeah. But with Danny, uh, my photographer, she was making it look, and I was like, I don't want anyone to think our photos were photoshopped because the experience of being able to literally hug them, pet yes. them, the one, um, I think it was Nietzsche, was kissing my face. Like, that's probably Shantae. Probably Shantae, because yeah, Nietzsche yes. is a little more timid, right? Um, Actually, but, Shante's more skittish, but oh, really? he really did like you. Nietzsche oh. is not one to really kiss you, though, where Shante yeah. would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're playful. A little right? bit, like, with, especially with each other. Oh, really? With each other. Yeah. So um, so does, so now so you have volunteers, and you do tours, yes. and the tours take a while. Like I called, it was like, you know, if you want a weekend, it takes some time because they're very popular. Um, but that doesn't mean that we don't need to start helping raise funds. I think it's really important. I told my son I'm going to hit up the store on the way out because you have really great prices on shirts and stuff, and it helps advertise. Um, just Is there any goal for the farm? It's just going to keep going? Like, 
you know, I feel like there's, or you get, do you just get more animals? I mean, you have to, cause you have dogs that have to go up for adoption. Right. You have to get so, them in the right home. Like, I, I guess our goal is to educate as many mm. people as we possibly can on the true nature of the wolf. Yeah. And also to help rescue as many animals as we can. It's very difficult. They would probably be euthanized, yes. It's very difficult to find them homes because not everybody has the right home or the right or the right amount of time to spend with them. It's not like your dog that's just gonna sit on the couch and wait for you to come home. They need a lot of exercise, a lot of attention, a lot of enrichment. Mental so, and physical, yes. Yeah. Um, what's the, it's not the German Shepherd Malamy? No, um, no. There's another, the dog that was like, in the army or something. They did a movie about it. I forget what it's called. It's a shepherd type. It's something with an M. I'm can't. I can't remember right now. Malinois. Uh, yeah, Malinois. Yes, Mal- yeah, Malinois, I can never say it right. <laughs> yes. So people wanted these dogs after the movie. But yes, they, they are work dogs. They are. And people would get these dogs as puppies and want them and then realize they have to run them like miles a day and have all this property so it's not just wolf dogs i think and you're right because it's not just the personality of the family and being available to the animals it's having the money to put the proper um fencing in so that they can be protected and cared for um that's what i think is so great about about howling woods because you're giving these animals the opportunity to have a life right like people I guess they breed them. There are breeders. Yeah. Yes. And then if they get into the wrong home and they're not, they're taking apart the couch or whatever because they're not being stimulated or they're feeling separation. Um, and then they don't want to work with them or try and figure out how, you know, to take care of them best or just deal with how they're behaving, especially when they're young and they're going through that where every puppy likes to chew on things and yeah. destroy things. It's a little exaggerated with the wolf dog. Yeah. But uh, some people just give up and they are like, I don't have time for this. This isn't what I expected or I'm scared of them or whatever it may be. They do communicate a little bit more than your regular dog by grumbling, showing their teeth. and But that's their communication. Yeah. And because they're intelligent, they just want to communicate with you. Instead of just turning around and biting you, they're going to express their feelings to you and people get scared. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I worked for trainers years ago, dog trainers. And they said like, the growl is the greatest thing. Cause it it's is. saying like, it's watch out. Exactly. You know, and dogs don't have words. Wolf dogs don't have words. Correct. Right. They don't have the ability to write things down or say like, dude, stop hanging on me or whatever. Right. So, um, yeah, I think usually when I get it and we were told that when the dog growled not to correct them and say no unless they were playing with each other because they're communicating because they're you're teaching language, them to right? be able to say it right mm-hmm. so um so what else so aside from the obvious big bad wolf thing is there anything else that you think people might be surprised to know I don't know if there's that, that. wolves don't howl at the full moon yeah but they do howl <laughs> they do howl a lot to communicate Mm. Yes. And when one goes, they all go. Yeah. Yes. Cuz I heard when I we pulled up last time I heard one I heard them all. I was like, is that? I said to the girl working inside. Right. Who's like working nonstop returning phone calls, which I think Crystal, is so great. Yes, yeah. She's great. Crystal, yeah. <laughs> she's very busy. She's, yeah. <laughs> um so she's like, "No, one goes, they all go." And I was like, "That's real? That's so cool." So don't howl at the full moon. We can actually go outside and try and get them to howl. 
Yes. Do you want to try and do that? Yes, I want to okay. try and do that. Yes, for sure. That'll be fun. Yeah, we can do that. Can we keep the recording? Like, can we do a separate bite and just what? put it in? Can we do it with a mic? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, we can do it in. We could be outside the pen and do it. Yeah, we're gonna try to get it okay. and put it on to the end of this recording. So if on, on, we'll film it too. No, like on your phone. Yeah, because, uh, we'll talk about that. But if we can get a sound bite with our mic, we'll add it to the end of this um, recording. Yeah, I'll talk to you about it. So, is there anything else that you would want to share with people that they might want to know? About wolves? Wolves, the tours, the space, um, anything, how to help. There's just so much that I can I go know. on so, so, yes. so tours are? Tours are one-hour tours. They're $20 per person. And you interact with the, we call them our ambassadors because yeah. they live here 100% of the time. They're the ones that are most comfortable with large groups of people. And you learn all about them. And Any it, questions that you have, it's a very relaxed tour. And, you know, if we don't know something, we will always find out for you. Cool. And then also... Is yeah. it during the week? We do tours Tuesday through Friday. Yeah. Uh, we do tours 11, 12, and 1 o'clock. And then on the weekends, we usually do a Saturday or Sunday. Cool. And we do tours. A lot of times we'll go off-site to events like festivals, or we have Lorita Winery that's nearby Oh, really? Us. That that's we, um is that the Loritas from from um from like Wayne? Is that um I don't know. Because <laughs> I know Francesca Lorita. I, I wonder if that's her family. Maybe, okay. Maybe yeah, cool. Yeah, it's about ten minutes away. Oh, and yeah. when they have events we usually set something up where you come in and you get photos with Samson or Katori, right? Or Raven. And then um so that's the tours and then how do they if people are interested in adopting there's a long process, right? It's a long process. We try and make sure that it's their forever home. Mm-hmm. We also have you sign a waiver that if it doesn't work out, they come right back to us. Yeah. Uh, they, um, If you're interested, you would first have to live in a state where it's legal. New Jersey is one of them. Unfortunately, Pennsylvania and New York, it's not. So we get a lot of visitors that come here that find it, you know, very disappointing Yeah. <laughs> once they find out. Yeah. Uh, so that's number one. That has to be in a state where they're legal. And two, you have to have a home where they can be outside. Yeah. And you can have them inside depending on the animal and what time you have with them. Yeah. But they have to be able to have a lot of exercise. Yeah. Uh, when we have people come here that love to hike or run and they have other animals, they're a great fit because they need a lot of attention, a lot of exercise. They need most of them. I can't say every single one of them, but most of them need a companion dog. Yeah. Yes, because they they can't communicate with us like they communicate with each other. Yeah. And they get very lonely and depressed, and that's when they start to act out and withdraw when they don't have another animal with them, another dog or canine, I should say. Yeah, and they, they eat raw? They could eat raw, right? So my wolf dog, I do not give her raw, but I do give her grain-free dog food Mm -hmm. along with my other two dogs, and I do cook food for them, and I mix it into their into their (laughs) bowls. Yeah, Uh, that was just my decision. The animals here, the ambassadors, are all on raw. Their digestive system is different than a regular dog, and the ones that we have for adoption. They get both raw and grain-free kibble because not everybody, like myself, wants to give them raw. Yeah. Yes. The, the reason I did that was because when she was a puppy and I did give her raw, 
it was a very high value food and I have a little dog and I saw that there may be a potential problem with that. Oh, right, right, right. So right. now she actually shares a bowl sometimes. Oh, yeah, she'll mm-hmm. walk away so the little one could come out over oh. and eat out of her bowl. I don't think that would happen if I gave them raw. I don't think they would have the same relationship. relationship. Yeah. Yes. You have a family dog and a family wolf dog. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so awesome. So thank you. And what if, um, what if I wanted to volunteer? If you want to volunteer. So volunteers it is twice a month Mm -hmm. and it's four hours at least each time and the more you come the more you get to do and the more you get to socialize with them and really get to form a bond with them so it's great we usually again we're on we're open saturdays or sundays sort of like every other saturday every other sunday and that's not always consistent but for the most part it is and then if you come out for twice a month, you know, for those four hours each time. And, and the volunteers do tours? You could. Yeah. Yes. You could become a, a tour guide. Yeah. You could be a tour backup. Yeah. You can help us build things, oh, fill wow. in holes. Oh. Uh, there's the cleanup part, which is always fun. Yeah. <laughs> in what the is morning, the cleanup? The cleanup part, the right? So, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they forgot is... they went to the bathroom. <laughs> right. So, before tours, be- oh, in the morning, right. we clean everybody's pens, right? So, we try and keep it as clean as possible for them. I didn't even think about that. Yes, yes. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I think we, about picking up dog poop, but I guess I never thought about going into the pens and picking up wolf dog poop. Exactly. Yeah. And then also you could walk them and just socialize with them. There's a lot of different things that you can do yeah. as a volunteer. Yeah. So how can people find you guys? So the if on you go onto our website. What's the website? Uh, Hollywoods Farm. Yes. Is and that Hollywoodsfarm.org? I don't remember. Let me look. We'll, we'll actually, we'll link yes, it below. We'll, we'll link it link below. It, yes. And you just got on Instagram. If, if you, yes, we are Instagram on Instagram. We are on Facebook. But to volunteer, there's an application on our website. And there's a um, application or information on our website and Petfinder for adoption. On Petfinder? Petfinder, yes. Wow. So if you're on Petfinder, you don't type in Wolfdog. Yeah. It's in their bio. Yeah. Oh, so you just have to search, search, search. search. I would search I'd have 20 Jackson. dogs by the time I... <laughs> right, I would just search Jackson large dog. You know, when you go on Petfinder, you choose what size yeah. dog, and you put in the area that you're looking for. You put in 08527 for the zip code, and as you go through, you're going to see some dogs that look a little wolfy, and you look at their biography, and you'll see that it will say wolf dog. So my husband's going to be upset that you just gave me that information because I'm just going to look <laughs> just, you know, for research and then I'm probably going to end up but like something, right, but something that I do suggest is that if you're interested in a wolf dog that you come out and volunteer with us because mm. that's the best way to learn about wolf dogs and to maybe find your favorite that you want yeah. to take home. Yeah, totally. I feel like that even with dogs, like people will rescue dogs based on their looks or their breed. And then not know the dog. Um, Correct. And yeah. so uh, I always just went in, got the dog, and figured it out. After that, we have three dogs. But I think there's something about fostering first. So here, it, you're not, you don't even have to have the, um, the responsibility of fostering. You get to spend time with them, learn yes. about them, Correct. see if it feels good, if it feels good, see if, which dog feels the best, taking your time to really experience yes. the process of understanding animals because I think it's just that's what it's about I, I think just that's actually them. the best way if you yeah. 
live nearby or even if you don't we have somebody that comes out every single weekend from philadelphia wow. we have somebody that comes out to a couple of people coming out from staten island yeah mm-hmm. it's not that far i think the staten island the connection to staten island was about 40 minutes from here it's not too bad right yeah awesome yeah. thank you so, so much think about it <laughs> should we get a wolf dog <laughs> Johnny will get any animal. He loves animals. So thank you so much, Shannon. Thank you for coming and out to visit us again. Yes, and we will have all of the links to inf- uh, to uh, the website, Instagram, Facebook, all those things. And if you're listening, go to my uh, Instagram page and look at my IGTV because we're going to have a video um, of these wolf dogs in action. I'm just back. We went out to the yard and recorded... Um, the howling on my phone so you could get a video of what it looked like but also because the um, wolf dogs might have wanted to play with the equipment we didn't want to risk it so you're going to hear Shannon telling us that we have to howl first and when the wolves start to howl you'll hear the difference we sound like pretty perfect and they sound more howly which is really neat so listen in here you go That's the wolf. So that was Nietzsche and Chanti. Um, I'm not sure if I'm saying it correct. And uh, here's just a little more. So if you heard in the background after we got the wolves going, the wolves that were on the property, the wolf dogs rather, um, all started to go with them. So here's a little more. Isn't that beautiful? You can actually hear it for yourself if you go and book a tour at Hellingwood's Farm in Jackson. So I think it's about two weeks or three weeks, maybe more, depending on the time of year, to get an appointment to do a tour. I highly recommend doing it. The best way to get closer to these animals is to educate yourself um, and visit the farm. Being around animals is a great way to get out of your own head. So just move out of the way. You don't have to meditate. You don't have to do anything special. Just show up and be present and experience these beautiful animals live and in person. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Access and Expand the Conversations with Tiffany Karen. If you like this, please go ahead and share the link.